Lois Cook, I'm wide receiver, number 18. I'm Kristen Jones, I'm right tackle on the offensive line, number 78. So what, uh, I'll start with uh, Lois, uh, what inspired you guys to start playing football? Oh my goodness, so for me, um, I grew up playing with my brother, um, so I, I was the one girl in the neighborhood who was, you know, hanging out with all the, all the boys, and we played everything, we did bike tag, soccer, you know, you name it. But one day we played football and it was the biggest adrenaline rush for me. I, it was like a challenge. I was able to push and pull and jump on people and not get in trouble for it. So um, <laughs> I had so much fun. The guys were impressed that I was kind of like hanging in there with them. And um, it was never really a thing that I was the only girl. They just kind of, you know, in, included me in the group. And so it, it stuck with me. So when I got to, sorry, when I, when I got, to, so how I got into actually playing, <laughs> um, I, um, I was so obsessed with the sport. I wanted to play in high school, um, but the coach told me straight up, no, I was not going to be on the roster. Um, he did let me practice with the, with the guys. And I did that for a little bit, but my best friend was a cheerleader at the time. So I was like, you know what, forget this. I'm gonna be a cheerleader too. Um, and then I just became obsessed with the sport from then on. So I carried it around campus when I went to college in Georgia. Um, and the security guard there on campus um, saw me from time, you know, time and time again, throwing the ball around campus. And he um, talked to me and he ended up being the head coach of the women's team there. So that's how I ended up joining. Um, well, I never knew that there was even a possibility for me to play. I never even considered it. My high school actually didn't even have a football team. My college's football team was dissembled midway through my matriculation. Um, so I always just envisioned myself as a spectator. Um, and it wasn't until uh, one of my um, best friends and sorority sisters uh, was actually asked to uh, try out when she was actually working out at the same field that the DC Divas were practicing. And she was like, I don't wanna do it by myself. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I definitely would love to try. I didn't even know that would be a possibility. Um, so, but I've always been a fan of football. I love the competitiveness. I love the roughness. And I, I just feel like it's a super intense sport that really requires so much collaboration that it can't be, you know, some teams it's one person that carries a team that you can't have that in football. And I like that about it the most. So that that's actually a good point. That brings me, how important is it to, you know, for everyone to be on the same page to succeed. That's everything, right? Because, you know, I'm a receiver. So if, and I, you know, typically I'm lined up next to another receiver. So if I'm running the wrong route or if I'm running um, and we don't know what each other are doing, then we might run into each other. We might mess up the play that way. Um, we've got to always be on the same page. Um, the QB has to know what we're doing at all times, right? It's, and if we don't know that the QB is scrambling or in trouble, then, you know, now we can't help the situation. Um, but it's definitely, you have to have that chemistry, the cohesion, you have to have, um, you have to be able to work together. It is literally the team sport. Um, I think for the O-line, you know, that's like one of the more, most collaborative, uh, you know, units on the field. 
uh, we have to be able to get off the ball at the same time. We have to be able to know exactly who's blocking who. Some of those, you know, blocks are double teams. And we have to do that in order to make anything happen on the field. So, you know, if we don't all move as one, there might be a hole. We might put the quarterback in danger. We might put our our ball handlers in danger. We have to be able to give the quarterback enough time to get the ball to the wide receivers. So, you know, we, we really have to make sure because if we're off, most of the time, that means that the entire, uh, the entire team is off, right? And the last thing we want is for our QB to get hurt, for any of the ball, you know, the ball hole handlers to be hit. Um, so we definitely at all times have to be working as a unit, communicating, and, you know, just making sure that we're one at all times. Uh, just to throw it, just to piggyback, you know, that's probably the most important piece to it. This is a collision sport. So we are, you know, everything you're doing, you're hundred yards per hour, like you're a hundred, 100%, you're all in, you're, you're, you know, and if you don't know what the next person is doing, or if there are some breaks in communication or, or breakdown in whatever the play is, somebody could get hurt and nobody wants that. So it's, you have to be disciplined. And that is the most important thing is to be able to work together as a unit. For sure. What are some of the things you've learned on the field, either practice or whatever, that you could take back to, you know, regular life, if you will, your day jobs? <laughs> um, I would say um, as far as, you know, what we were just speaking about, the collaboration. I think that playing football has made me a lot more disciplined and patient, uh, you know, in the corporate field. I have to take into account a lot of people's opinions all the time, you know, whether it be your coaches or your teammates, the other, your, you know, the other units, the staff, you have to, you know, take into account everybody's feelings. You have to make sure that you're not being offensive because at the end of the day, we need to work together, right? The only time we all win is if we all win. So I think I've taken that back um, to my work life and it's enabled me to be able to you know, be un more understanding of people's natures and, um, you know, just how they're likely to communicate with me and how I can react different. And, um, you know, as rough as football might seem, it requires a lot of delicacy. So. Yeah, I, and I, I have to say, like, this is probably my most I, like my favorite thing about football is that there's so much more to football than just football. There are, you, you're developing yourself as a character. Um, things like leadership, like for me, I've always been a very shy person um, growing up. I, I didn't like the spotlight. I didn't like to be, you know, in front of, you know, I don't like attention on me. Um, but as I'm a what, Christian as well, I'm the captain on the team and I've been placed in positions or situations where it requires leadership and I've been able to step up and, you know, um, develop that, per that, that kind of a skill. Um, also confidence, right? Like just being confident on the field. You have to have confidence. You can't step out there and not know what you're doing or act like you don't know what you're doing. Um, and I think that translates as well. You know, when you are in the workplace, if you are timid or you're not confident in what you're doing, you're going to get walked over. <laughs> Or, yeah. you know, you might not succeed or you might, you know, you might not be able to to accomplish what your, your goals are. So um, and that's another thing, goals, right? When you are playing football, you know, it, we start out so early 
Um, we practice for months and months before the season actually even starts. So we have to set our set goals for ourselves, whether it's weekly goals, daily goals, you know, or season season long goals. Um, but you're, you're you learn how to make um, achievable steps towards your goals. You you learn how to do those things through playing sports and football, particularly, especially as a a woman, you know, in not only the corporate field, but on the football field, a lot of the times we are underestimated and we're, you know, pushed to the sides and our opinions, we have to scream them louder in order for us to be heard above other voices. So, you know, the confidence is definitely something that you need in this field, because if not, they'll kind of swallow you up and spit you out. Absolutely. I have to throw in one more because she said that resiliency, resiliency, perseverance, all of that translates from the football field. And additionally, as a woman, especially a woman in football, you have to overcome obstacles. You have to overcome challenges. And when you're hit with adversity, you got to be able to pick up and keep it going. Um, Otherwise, you're going to be left behind. So what would you say to any young girls who want to, you know, join football and follow your footsteps? I'll let you take that one. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, this is my passion. And um, like I said earlier, I was that little girl who was told no, and I didn't have the vision of a woman on the field to show me that no was not the final stop that I could still achieve or I could still aspire to be a football player. And I would say, just go for it. As long as you love what you're doing, as long as you have the interest and it's in your heart to do it, just do it. Doesn't matter what other people around you are saying because everybody at the end of the day, everybody's got something to say about whatever it is that you choose to do. So don't let other people's opinions affect your goals and your dreams. And then I would have to say, you gotta A, be calm. It's, it's Cook's three C's, all right? <laughs> you, gotta <give laughs> Cook's three C's. Uh, you gotta be confident. We just talked about that. You gotta be coachable. You can't just go in there and expect to just be who you wanna be, do what you wanna do. You've gotta let the coaches decide. Coaches can see your strengths and your weaknesses. So they'll put you in the best possible position. So you have to be flexible enough to take uh, instruction and apply it. And then the last one is um, confident, coachable, and you've got to be committed to working hard. You cannot step on the field and expect things to happen. You have to get out there and put in the work every single day or as much as possible in order to, you know, to uh, be successful at the sport. For sure. Um, I'll say this. I, I think it's, it's super important that we show women and, you know, young girls that there can be balance um, and that you can do, you know, all the things that you want to do, as well as things that you love. And, you know, I think, you know, it takes a, a special kind of woman to be able to play, you know, for no compensation, uh, you know, such a brutal sport, sacrifice your body, when you know you still have to go to work, and you have to raise your children, and you have to, you know, tend to your house and, and, you know, your spouse. So, I think, you know, female athletes really contend with a lot more. And so we really have to start building that type of mentality and that that fortitude into young women from early on, because a lot of the time people in their lives are telling them you, you can't do everything. You can't do that. You can't you can't, you know, go to school and have this and go to work. And, but you can you can. 
And, you know, just like we multitask on the field and we might have our hands on one person and our eyes on another, we have to do that in our personal lives too, right? I know I have football practice on these nights, right? So that means I have to schedule my other things on other nights. I might have to grocery shop in the morning because I have practice in the afternoon, uh, you know, et cetera. And sometimes, you know, Lois brings her, her kids, some of our other teammates, they bring their kids to practice and we become aunties, right? We're all watching the kids, right? We do that because we understand that we don't have the luxury of, you know, or some people do of somebody being at home to watch your children and to keep your house together while you're out chasing your dreams. I just love everything that you just said. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the biggest part of it, and, it's, and, and it speaks to not only just young girls, but also women in general, it's okay to do both. It's okay. You can. If that's what you want to do, you can do it. You don't have to accept the no. Thank you. <laughs> no, that that's a good point because, you know, have you seen more people come out or more popularity through the years of playing oh yeah 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 for sure Absolutely. The, the, our opening game this year the stands were packed they were standing room only uh, you know so that was like that filled me up you know and especially because we were, we were able to win that game it was like uh it was it was just like an outpouring of love and it it shows a lot of people a lot more people respect it now um, you know, it's not just like a vanity type of sport. They see that we're really in the trenches. We're really digging deep. We're dipping our shoulders. We're hitting hard. And, you know, they appreciate that. And they're cheering us on. You know, a lot of the times it's, you know, a lot of people think it's like intramural or something. And I have to explain to them, like, I'm a semi-professional athlete. You know, I, I take this very seriously. Okay. I, I, you know, I, yeah, yes. we're, we're not pro, we're not, yes, we're professional <laughs> athletes. Yeah. And so I take it seriously. It's to me counts as another job and I report to it. I do what I need to do to be prepared for it. And I, I take it, you know, when I get on that field, I know if I take it and go half, I'm going to be wholly hurt. You know, like I might put somebody <laughs> right. else in danger. So I, yeah, need to, exactly. I need to take it as serious as possible each and every time, practice included. Yeah, and in terms of just the growth of the sport, I, I I look at when I first started playing football and I would be like just out and about talking to people, um, complete strangers saying that I play football. Usually the response back then was, oh, you mean soccer? Or, oh, you mean flag football? Um, and then it turned into, oh, you mean lingerie football? Lingerie, you know? yeah. And it, it, it evolved. But today I might see somebody that I don't know and say, I play football and they'll say oh my gosh are you with the dc divas yo I was at a game yeah. last, you know it's so crazy and i love that so much and it's it's we are so deserving of the the attention that we're receiving we're starting to receive more and more attention now and the ladies that have the women are who are out here putting in like Kristen was saying we are putting in the blood the sweat the tears and investing our entire lives sometimes into this sport for a minimal return and it means so much to us when we have positive feedback positive we're, we're welcomed when people come to the stand like Kristen said our first two games were completely sold out you know it's amazing and to to feel that energy to have people there watching you and knowing that they're there to maybe they know you 
Maybe they're family, but maybe they're not. Maybe they just love football. And that means everything, especially as an athlete who's out there putting their product on the field. And I think, I think uh, women, we, we, I think male athletes probably take it, you know, for granted because the, the support comes naturally. You know, we went to the first, you know, XFL game out here, 18,000 people in attendance, you know, wearing all of their gear, cheering for them so loudly as if they've been cheering for them their whole lives. It was the first game that that team had ever played, you know, in public. And, you know, I think so, like, man, if we, we've been playing for 20 years, if we can get half of that, like, imagine the impact. Uh, but we have to work for it. Like, we have to work for every fan that comes in. We have to work for every piece of publication. We have to work and work and work and we have to set ourselves apart. And so like, you know, the same thing, you know, with women in the workplace, et cetera. A lot of the times we just have to work twice as hard and we're like, let's do it. Let's we do, do it. yeah, absolutely. No, we, and we do. And we work, I, I see it as we work three times as hard. Once we have to overcome the, the physical side of it, right? We came yeah. into this sport as adults. We didn't have the luxury of, having Pop Warner or middle school or high school to, to bring us into this sport. So we're learning this game. We're already, our physical selves, where we are, we're training our, our bodies physically to be an athlete, but also mentally, because we're learning the whole, the defensive schemes, offense, you know, the, what's a pulling guard do? Like all these different <laughs> things, right? That, that go into the game that, you know, and, and we have a short amount of time to learn it all, but we're doing it. So these are these are mothers and aunts and, and daughters out here on this football field doing it. We're giving an amazing product the same way that the men are, um, but but obviously we, we've started a, a lot later, but we're working twice as hard to get the, a little bit of the return. Right. <laughs> so the, to legitimize that. ourselves almost. It's like, yeah. oh, you play football, that's nice. <laughs> and you're like, but we're like, but we're the real deal. We're the real deal. <laughs> and I think when people come out and they see us, they see that and there's, you know, and that when all you got to do is just, just look, open your eyes, go come out and see a game. You'll see, we are, we've got the, we've got the amazing elite plays out here. We've got high flying athletes. We got hard hits, you know, we're out here doing it. So the last thing I want to ask is about, uh, you have a playoff game this weekend. So is there any, rituals or superstitions you have during the playoffs or is is play different in the playoffs or uh practicing how is that <laughs> i may have personal stuff like i have to wear the same thing um yeah. i do have yeah there's like i have i i feel funny when i don't have on like the same exact underwear the same exact socks like certain things um it, honestly like I game day I have to have things set the way that I'm used to them being set otherwise I feel off and I, I you know that there's a saying if you if you look good you feel good you feel good you do good and I live by that like so I I don't know I guess that kind of translates um I'll let Kristen jump in um if you have personal things but I was going to say also as a team um, you know, the biggest thing for us, I think, in the playoff season and, and coming into a championship is that we um, fully teach and implement that we play for the name on the front and not the name on the back. And sometimes in the past, and, and we'll probably do that, 
right? And we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll actually tape the names on our backs. We'll tape them so you can't even see who's who. And that just as a statement of that's who we are. We are divas. So it doesn't matter, you know, individually. It's, it's who we are together. For sure. Um, you know, like Lois said, I'm a stickler. Um, my bag has already been packed since last week. <laughs> you know, like I, I can see it from here because I did the laundry and I said, okay, I need to make sure I have these specific socks. This is just these specific under, under undergarments. I have my jerseys are already, you know, obviously not this one, um, but you know, like they're both jerseys are in there. My, my correct pants are in there. All the other things I might need, but you know, before we, you know, cause we were traveling this week. I have to make sure that my bag is packed to the fullest. You know, it has every single thing I think I could need. I pack extra things in case somebody else needs them. I have like six pairs of socks, you know, like stuff like that. Like I, I need that. I need to be able to sit and be alone. I need to take a nap. I need to eat, you know, like there's certain things I need to do. I need to make sure I have, I have like six Gatorades in there. I don't, I never drink six Gatorades. It doesn't matter <laughs> just in case. What if that day I'm thirsty and I don't have a Gatorade, then what, you know? So it's like those, those types of things. I, you know, I usually keep my own on the sidelines, you know, like I, I, I just need to feel like I'm almost like I'm at home. Right. I need to make a way feel like at home. Um, and, you know, like if you have to wear a different undergarment, I know, you know, I'm like, Lord, the, the, the day's going downhill already. You know, <laughs> like, I need everything to be just right. So I feel comfortable. So, yeah. And I, I don't I, I don't know other people, but I never switch cleats during the season, um, you know, just because I'm like, I don't need my feet feeling different. I, I need my feet to feel the same the entire time. Uh, you know, I, I just need to feel at home in my own skin. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I have to also wear eyeliner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me too. I have exactly. To, well, like, I, don't, like, I, I don't do I the eyeliner, but I have to, my lashes have to be right. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I have to wear eyeliner with a little cat. So, you know, I just feel like everybody else has like the blackout underneath. I'm like, okay, is my <laughs> eyeliner good? Okay, good. But I do that because I think that the most like, awesomely feminine thing is like to put all those things aside and like play football mess somebody up come off the field still be yourself you know like oh like I just I'm like I feel like I feel very fierce if that makes sense mm -hmm. uh, when I put on my jersey and my uniform and my pads and I hit somebody and I, I rock them like I feel like the most feminine then I think yeah <laughs> it's like it's like a mama lion you know all the lionesses in the pride are the ones who hunt and they do all the hard labor and I just feel like a lioness so like I have to have my eyeliner yes 